Hey everybody, this is Bina007. Welcome back to the final part of our Lord of the Rings Extended Edition Fan Rewatch. I am joined today by Adam. Hey, this is Adam, also known as Drown Snow. By Mary. Hello, it's uh, Nymeria and uh, Mary in real life. By Shellfish. Yeah, this is Peter, also known as Shellfish. By Matt. Varley on the Discords. And Zach. Hey, this is Alias on the internet. There you go. And we are recording this on our lovely Discord server. So if any of you would like to chat with us, record with us, please find us there. You can find um, where we are on pinned tweets on our social media to search for Vassals of Kingsgrave. So this is the second part of our Return of the King extended edition rewatch. Um, we are starting at the end of scene Dwimmer Borg, the Haunted Mountain. So at one hour, 49 minutes. Um, so we are starting with a scene after that, which is the muster of Rohan, and then going through to the end of the film. So I'm going to say three, two, one, play, and at play we should hit start on the muster of Rohan. So three, two, one, play. And so you have the muster of Rohan, all the guys in the lovely armor getting on their horses mustering. Smoking the bear would be proud that they put out all the fires. This is actually far preferable to last time, so I'm watching on the computer side what subtitles on. Oh, poor Master Meriadoc being told that he's not allowed to go to battle. Wolf a burden. <laughs> yeah, it's harsh. Yeah. Mary's like, yeah, you see this helmet? It's really my size. Oh, and Mary is swept up by another person who does not want to be left at home. A mysterious stranger. Who is that? Well, no, he, he knows. In the books, it's a little more uh, secretive, but not in the movie. This scene of all the cavalry riding out is pretty cool. But are we meant to understand that the Rohirrim is basically entirely a cavalry force? Like they don't have foot soldiers or anything else? Uh, that's a good question. I think they preference the cavalry. Yeah, I think they're only cavalry. Actually, I was watching The Witcher yesterday, and in like the first episode, there's this war scene, and I was like, okay, it it's very violent, but it's nothing like the uh, realness of all of the Lord of the Rings scenes. You know, like there's like twelve people uh, in that scene. <laughs> it seems so fake uh, compared to this. Quickly, skulls in the path of the dead. Yeah, so the scene is now the king of the dead listener. And this is very much Peter Jackson enjoying all his spooky, spooky stuff. Yeah, right. I would have cut this <laughs> cut this scene <laughs> out of the movie. I feel like Peter Jackson was just waiting right around the corner. Every time they finished a take, he was like, ah. He was the kid who, when the fair came to town, the circus like always went on the haunted house ride and thought it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> 
a ghoulish blood. Shut up, Legolas. Oh. <laughs> yeah. A little dwarf elf banter. You can tell it's spooky because it's green. <laughs> <laughs> now they're being molested by ghosts. How does Aragorn light the fire on his torch? Let's not worry about that. Oh. Go on, try and blow gonna, away the ghost. He's going to pass out if he keeps that up. No, <laughs> he's like hyperventilating. <laughs> he's like, here's the pipe weed has prepared me to blow these ghosts away. <laughs> yeah, you just hit the ghost like a bong or something. <laughs> <clears throat> That's right. You just suck one in and it'll, it'll leave you alone, man. They know you're one of them. Otherwise, they're going to think you're a narc. I love his eyes in this scene. Actually, brilliant acting considering how much makeup he has on and prosthetics. Like blinking in... violently is perhaps the only acting he can really do. <laughs> well, I think uh, they say in the director's cut that the prosthetics that they use on his face really irritated his eyes. So <laughs> most of that was just him naturally reacting to the irritation. <laughs> I wonder if he got paid more because he had all the prosthetic pain. Like, did he get paid more than Legolas? One hopes so. I, I would hope that just because of... Uh, it's on his know, name. <laughs> his history, yeah. You're like, bitch, one of us was in Sliders and the other one was not. <laughs> one of us was in Indiana Jones and the other one was Have you not. worked with Jerry O'Connell? No, you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a great line. The dead will not suffer the living to pass. I do like the dead, the king. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I think this is a pretty good scene for Aragorn, sort of showing his command and sort of mm. kingliness. You I will suppose. suffer me. Yeah. Yeah, I think even in the book, uh, Gimli says something like, "It was just his force of will that like made all this happen." Very cool. I wonder who played the Pirate King. I don't mind all this right here. And the dead keep it. I love this scene. Yeah, I think that, I mean, the problem with this whole thing is just how easy it makes the battle, I think, right? Yeah, it's like Deus Ex. It's the, uh, you know, the Deus Ex Machina later on. It's the way it was used. You could have had these, it feels like they're infinite. You could have had them, Deus Ex Machina, you could have had them be like 50 pirates and then not quite so swarmy all over the other troops in the battle. Yeah, like when you like when you when you use them in Battle for Middle Earth, like they help, but it doesn't win the whole thing for you. This is all very Excalibur. Oh snap! So how did that guy know that the line was broken? Yeah, he's been in a cave the whole time. Yeah, (laughs) he's pretty up to date with current events. He gets owls from Gondor. It feels a bit mean that if you swore an oath to a line and the line is broken, are you still being punished for breaking your oath even when that family doesn't exist anymore? Feels a bit mean. Little loophole in the contract. Yeah. What say? Good lord, does Zach Uh, sound like he has like the deepest voice ever to anyone else? Mm hmm. Yeah, something's worded with my mic, but. 
but yeah. Not sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is how I always sound, guys. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> it is also very early, so my voice is deeper than normal. We need we need like Thor and Star Lord over here. A shellfish is not gonna have a voice off now. <laughs> Who has the bad news? They do, I'm here for it. <laughs> I don't know about that. See, and in the, the theatrical cut, doesn't it just basically cut out right here, and then we don't see anything until, yeah. like, way later? Yeah, way later. Like, you almost forget Aragorn exists in the film. There's so much else going on. And there's yeah. Shelob. There's all sorts of shit going on. Uh, this extended edition scene with the skulls coming out of the ceiling and stuff. This is so silly. I would really yeah, prefer I not to have this. We could all just skip, right? We could all just skip yeah. to the next scene. Legolas, no, like, we must suffer. I sense, a, I sense a skull avalanche coming. It's a bit like the sort of action sort of uh, roller coaster ride stuff that's in The Hobbit as <laughs> well. So. <laughs> Yeah, this is definitely for like when they make Indiana Jones the ride, when they make Lord of the Rings the ride. This is like one of the features they wanted to put in. Probably. Yeah, you're seeing everything that went wrong with the Hobbit foreshadowed in this one scene. Aren't you? <laughs> you're like, oh crap! So accurate. Someone, That's someone made him such cut a great shit. action scene. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, they're dead now, right? They're dead. One can only hope. <laughs> and like, uh, oh, and, there they are. And like, where were? <laughs> The ghosts were just like piling up just skulls, like right behind that wall. Yeah, no other bones, just the skulls. And you, you imagine it's like, you know, they've been doing this for hundreds of years, and the king is just sitting there, yeah, man, we got enough. If you just push right here, they'll all fall. But just don't push there yet. That's so, yeah, like, what's going so like on less here? than a dozen ships set fire to like three towns. And Aragorn's moved. He falls dramatically to his knees. He's going well, he's to failed, right? The he's sorrow the is too much to bear. Well, it is his people. Mountain. Yeah. Where is this? It's in southern Gondor. Hmm. I'm not sure if it's Pelagir or something like that, but that's one of them. Yeah, just way down the river. Hmm. Yeah, that's fight. probably the mouth of the Anduin going to the sea there. There you go. So now oh, we move to the Siege of Gondor, which is scene 28. For those kids watching along at home. And this is a scene that is just as is in the theatrical cut. Oh, and it's lovely Faramir, like Saint Sebastian, full of arrows. <laughs> I find this rather funny the way <laughs> where his horse drags him through the gates there. There's only one left and it's him. Do you just oh, I wanna give some that? love to the rust that's on the the tooth and claw. Like, I just love how everything's so weathered in this. Mm. Yeah, the orcs definitely have this sort of rusted metal aesthetic to them. Mm-hmm. The and sort of random me. bickering and fighting in the lines as well. I mean, but they're con- orcs. Yeah. But it contrasts really nicely with this almost, like, um, bloodless, pale oh, white. Oh, my, my son is dead! It's so bloodless. Oh, Pippin's having a moment. Oh, God. I hope the United States transfer of power is as easy as uh, Gondor's. (laughs) (laughs) 
This is one of my favorite parts, though, where Pippin's like, Dude, he's alive! And like, no, no, he's clearly very dead. <laughs> oh, let's throw over some heads just to freak uh, everyone out. Decapitated oh. heads. Classic battle tactics. Release the prisoners. My sons are spent. Here you go. This is a yeah, great, he just, he great just acting. medical attention. Pippin's like, this guy's smoking crack. Yeah. He also has to be super warm underneath that coat. Yeah. But it's... Oh no, the enemy's here. What have I done? <laughs> I get, I just I, everyone right quit. Now. We all quit. Tell them, tell them just to go away. See, this is the point at which Denethor should feel despair when he looks over the battlements and sees everything well, up against him. But he feels despair even when he's looking at Faramir, like, before. Yeah. Oh, this is very cool. Imagine how much fun it would be to be an orc right now. They're just like, oh, this is going to be easy. They're like, exactly. we're on the right side of history, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even ask Theoden for help, dude. Now you're going to be all pissed he didn't come and ask you. Right. I mean, make up your mind. I mean, he has quite a booming voice. In a Zach versus Denethor off. <laughs> well, hold on. I think it's better now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. It's back to normal. All right. No more booming voice. <laughs> I remember everyone in the cinema when I watched this, like the first time, just laughing their asses off when Gandalf just like kicks him <laughs> in the stomach and the start like, "Shut up, you depressed nihilistic dipshit!" The <laughs> 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 city to defend her, you dick. <laughs> And Gandalf's like, fine, I will have to command the forces then. <laughs> I like, like how the soldiers every... know loyalty too. They just listen to whoever's la like <laughs> shouting louder. And I do love how they are shooting pe broken pieces of the city. Like, that's their first <laughs> shot. So you're telling me, like, they didn't have any boulders prepped up until the city started getting destroyed? Right. That's Presumably. bad planning. You must admit, though, that broken pieces are highly effective. Uh, yeah. I, I just I just wonder how they got them into the ballistas because I mean that's going to be difficult <laughs> to maneuver. Yeah, some of these pieces are like freaking Stonehenge. I mean, there's no way. And also, how the troops incoming don't scatter; they just stand there. Like no, no one, seems, no one seems to want to run for their life. You have to hold the line. Yeah, not when there's a massive boulder coming at your head. Oh yeah, this this is still one of my favorite parts, even though it's like super corny. Yeah, I love this. They all kind of step yes. out of the way, and he just like, oh, I just need to move over one step. It's amazing how these like square boulders are rolling so easy. <laughs> I love that. So boss. That is such a boss move. And then he spits on it. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Do you have a bit Things of a crack on Goth Morgan? It's the Royal Air Force. I have a crush on Goth Morgan. <laughs> I prefer my orcs to look like they have a catcher's mitt as a face. This is so cool. This is why one watches fantasy films. A terrible oh, Pippin's lost his helmet. I feel Nadia should be here to sort of chastise him. I mean... In the books, like they're supposed to like spread fear, but I don't feel. I feel like it's almost comical in the movies the way they do it. 
They just I don't know. Everyone's like, ah. Yeah. yeah. It works. I like it. I, I think, think it's fine. Like, not... like the soldiers, I believe, but Pippin, I was kind of like, okay, you're overselling it. Right, right. <laughs> He's going for the Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was the last film when you had the chance to, right? Yeah. Did this one was the, the one actors... that won all the awards, wasn't it? Like, yeah. This one won this... Best Picture and... They just had to. I feel sorry for anything else that was up towards that year. Yeah. You just had yeah. to acknowledge the triumph that this was. Yeah, I think I think this film, so a few of the awards it won was definitely like a, basically a trilogy award. It was like, you know. Oh, 100%. Awarding yeah. the whole thing. This uh, is such a great spectacle. I'm actually going to look it up. Like, did they really need to be told that? <laughs> God damn. Don't do that the towers. You can't hurt the towers with your arrows. <laughs> so it was the 76th Academy Awards what? on this one, everything. It Did anyone else see that one orc just fall off the fucking thing without being hit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we just recognize how beautiful these doors are that someone has? How many made? Oscars did they win? It's like a dozen. So they won Best Picture, Best Director, um, Best Adapted By Costume. I think they won everything except the actor awards. Cool. Original song, sound mixing, art direction, costume design, makeup, film editing, and vis effects. So they won 11. They had 11 nominations. Yeah, 11. 11. But what's really sad is that the film that also had 10 nominations was Master and Commander of the Far Side of the World, which is such a great film. Which Pippin was also in. Yeah, I should have won more. Master and Commander is one of those movies that's like, it's a good movie, but after the year that like it was in the awards, no one remembers it. I remember it. I love that film. And, and then I Cole, actually, it's I one of those really movies that I crack with love. And on <laughs> seven nominations were Cold Mountain and Seabiscuit for all the Bojack Horseman fans out there. Isn't Greg Six. always wanting a sequel for that? Yeah. Six Mystic Rivers, five nominations for Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Which is a good movie. Yeah. It was, it was also the, best, the year the best, the best of movies. Finding Nemo, City of God, which is actually the best of those movies. The Last Samurai, Lost in Translation in America, Girl with a Pearl Earring, As a Son of Fog, The Barbarian <laughs> Invasions, 21 Grams and the Triplets of Bell Hill. So it was a strong year. Yeah, it was for, a loaded year. For a second, I thought you said like the movie name was Finding Nemo, The City of God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I missed that sequel. Yeah. Billy so Crystal best hosted. best actor went to Sean Penn for Mystic River and Charlize Theron won for Monster. Uh, you know what? I think I, I think I was. Who else was that year? So why wasn't this Plan A? Well, the groaned. You gotta have yeah. a little foreplay, Marley. You know. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, that was the year I, I, I'd wanted Bill Murray to win for Lost in Translation. Jesus Christ, Johnny Depp was nominated for Pirates of the Caribbean. Best I just saw that. <laughs> wow, really? I mean, I think he's really good in that role, but... Yeah, he keeps on playing that role, like, into real life ever since. I was gonna but, say. Like, he's great in that role, and it's the first time he did it, so I think people were like, man, this is just... this. this it was kind of a bit of a revelation. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and ten years later, you're like, it. oh my gosh, stop being Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, that role, like, it really was perfect for him, but obviously that's all he could do. Now they're rebooting it already. Okay, so we're now in a scene called The Corsairs of Umbar, 
which is scene 37. Sorry, guys, before I was giving you scene oh, numbers. Oh, and there goes Peter Jackson with the arrow through his chest. So this is a new scene. Brown Some great acting there. Yeah, I love how they're, like, prepared to be boarded, and it's like, the boat is moving, so, you know. I don't even know why they bothered. So did Peter Jackson just put all of his buddies in this scene as the pirate? <laughs> Who are these people? It's the George Lucas thing. Uh, these are all the kids of my friends. Oh, that's oh, right. Just... Frodo exists. He's back. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, this so guy. We're... So we're now heading into Shelob's Lair, which is a scene I won't be watching. Because <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. The ring has to move forward, Bina. But this the is a scene way. that's just as is from the theatrical version. So. They did not want to add more content to this sequence. Hmm. It's already scary enough. Okay. I don't need more giant spider uh, things. That's fine. Exactly. So we've got hobbits just walking into sort of dark, scary place. Not helpful. Yeah. Wait, Frodo's spidey sense isn't going off here? Smeagol makes his move. Come on, where are you? Catch up. Oh, it's sticky. Oh, God. (laughs) I think one of the skeletons in, in the webs here is a, actually a baboon skull. That's random. I guess it's supposed to be an orc skull in universe, but I guess a baboon skull looks cool oh. enough. I'm right ahead of you. Don't worry, master. Just follow my voice. Frodo's like definitely like looking like an addict needing to fix right now. He's not in a good way. Yeah, he gets more that more of that like a uh, red outline. Oh, look at that skull! Or, Little baby skull. What bird flies into this cave? <laughs> I wonder bird how long it took to dress this setup. Like, man, those webs and stuff. There's a lot of them. Sort of considering the chapter in the book that this is supposed to be like a place of utter darkness, since Shelob is like a, a light-devouring entity, I think they could have done a better job with the lighting in the scene. Well, communicate the they have to still light the scene. Yeah, you need to yeah. see what's happening, kind of. Yeah, you need to see, but you could have done something with some, like, maybe some blue light or something more like that. I always lose uh, track of time here, so, like, Sam, is, Sam finally finds the bread... A year later. <laughs> yeah, he's gone quite a way down and then doubles back like three times as quick. And, and he, yeah. yeah, like, he becomes Spider-Man and just... 
Well, look at <laughs> look at the Hobbit rage. Oh, fuck that! I'm gonna climb the stairs again. That gives you yeah. a bonus to move speed. That's that's, Gar- <laughs> <laughs> that's Gardner rage right there. Someone threw away good bread. It's just like all spider webs. I'm just I'm basically ordering cookies online. Yeah, that's a good way to <laughs> to get away from you that get away from Shelob. I think that's just a good thing to do in general. Yeah, of course. But Does that's she give him the light in um in the theatrical version? Yeah, yes. she did. I think, I think he's the only one that gets a president. Yeah, it's just everyone else that doesn't get the gift. That's right. Uh oh. There she is. She loves oh. to look okay. I mean, uh. it's not the best CG, but our big beautiful girl. Oh, she she looks very real. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm. <laughs> it's so oh. works on me. <laughs> Because, I mean, like, part of this was practical effect, right? Like, the close-ups and stuff. They had legs. Um, I don't know. It doesn't look like, right? No, not when she's moving, but I think, like, when she has him pinned later. Like, I think they used, oh. like, um... Not, not a dummy, but, you know... Like, some sort of, like, Limbs um, and mouth and all physical, that. Physical... Physical objects... <laughs> Instead of computer-generated ones. Sometimes watching movies without the CG is fun. Like, I saw uh, Land of the Lost, which was like the Will Ferrell remake, like, I don't know, 15 years ago or whatever. And it was like a a test screening. And so, you know, we went to go see that. Uh, A buddy of mine, we used to go to, like, test screenings all the time. But, like, half of the visual effects weren't done. So it's like he's like he's fighting the Tyrannosaurus Rex, and it's just it cuts to you know a tennis, a tennis ball, ball. <laughs> string, and like some of the some of the effects it look like a like an eight bit Mario game, and I'm like, is that intentional or is that just not finished? It actually made yeah. it kind of a little more entertaining. Watching the real version was not as fun. Why oh, look at Smeagol struggling with with her own webs. That's a good question. She's just savoring the kill, okay? Look at Smeagol. He was just sitting there, with, oh, like watching it. And there goes Sting. Get off on a little Hobbit snuff. He likes to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Now Smeagol's like, now that you're incapacitated, I'm brave. Frodo's not putting up with that, though. This scene is long. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. What kind of cookies are you ordering? So there's a, a company called Ben's Cookies that just makes the most amazing cookies, and they have about five shops, and one of them... I think one of the first is where I went to university. So I was just was so indulgent, like one cookie. I used to get the peanut butter ones, but they don't do that anymore. So indulgent. But they now do nationwide delivery because all the shops are closed. So I'm ordering a mix of um, white chocolate cookies, white chocolate oh. macadamia, cranberry, some coconut. White chocolate? How would you Love waste white. a cookie? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't ruin my joyous moment while you guys are looking at nasty spiders. Uh, it's a good choice, a fine choice. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> nasty chips. And then, oh my god, the delivery charge is so ridiculous. And then it says, who are you ordering for? Myself? Someone else? It's like, obviously for me. <laughs> Alright, good news. Smeagol died. Yep. Like, I just, just like that. I, I do not need a receipt. Thank you. Yeah, delivery's gotten a little excessive out here with all of our issues with the postal service. Like, I sold something on eBay last week, and I was like, alright, you know, I think I charged like 10 bucks for shipping. I went to go ship it, and it was like $45 is what the, the thing was telling me. I was like, are you kidding? Uh, so I ended up shipping at FedEx for like 15 bucks. I mean, I kind of feel like it's okay because, I mean, I don't live anywhere really near London, so to say. And if they're bringing me lovely fresh cookies, then... I mean, what else am I spending all my money on? I'm not going out to eat. I'm not going to the cinema. I'm not going to go on holiday, so... Oh, Yeah. Do you have any places, Bina, in a gold belly? I fell down a rabbit hole on that website here, and it's just amazing the shit you can order. I feel like we've been purposely trying to keep the uh, restaurant industry afloat around here. <laughs> it's like, well, let's just order again. We gotta save that restaurant. still going on. Yeah, I think this little vision of Galadriel is a really nice addition here, sort of like keep the faith. And insofar okay, as it doesn't back. involve uh, nasty spiders. Oh, it's a new scene. Excellent. Back to the it's, Rohirrim. <laughs> it's called Mary's Simple Courage, and it is a all new scene. Oh, this is one of the new ones. Yeah, no gone, bury gone. I do I love like her here. Like, like Eowyn is just here without her helmet off, just hanging out. Yeah, just really well, she is facing the other way, so it's fine. All those horse riders have luxurious long hair. And it's tails. true, it's true. That's how they roll. Yeah, look at the guy behind him, he has longer hair than she does. Exactly, stop being so heteronormative. <laughs> no, I just mean like, I, like they cut straight from Theoden to her, and like to me, I'm like, she's 10 feet away from Theoden. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're in a completely different part of the part of the you know company, but oh, oh, bless him! Of course, you can save Middle Earth, my darling. <laughs> but they actually do save Middle Earth. Just wants to save Frodo. Not for Frodo. Not for me, Sam. <laughs> He's so sweet. Love it. Sweet. Anytime you blow a war horn, that's always good. Anytime, any scenario where you're blowing a war horn, that's a win. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, I mean, I love it. I saw a video uh, the other day of just um, someone playing the um, a horn, a Celtic horn, and it just, like, I can imagine the Romans being very scared at this sound coming from the misty swamps and everything. 
Well, one battle sound I would love to know what it really sounded and felt like to hear was um, a Confederate rebel yell. I think that must have been pretty awesome. You see, like, I was going to say, like, a Highland charge kind of same, well, along the same lines. Exactly. Okay, guys, we're now on the scene. Um, Grond the Hammer of the Underworld, which is as in. Yeah, and now we're at the scene, the tomb of the stewards, which is number 41, which is extended. So you're going to see a lot of like melancholy, annoying Denethor. What you doing, fella? Gonna light your son on fire? Oh, God. Well, he's obviously dead. Gotten Taurus lost. Woe is me. White flower blooms. I do love where it's like Fairman's like, Dad, it really hurts. It's like, yes, he is dead. So this entire avenue in the books is all tombs. Why do the fools fly? It's such a great performance. How did this guy not get dominated? One of the simultaneously hammiest and best performances of modern cinema. And it's actually very surprising he didn't in a supporting role. Mm. I love the scene. So Pippin being all stealthy and trying to sneak in. Long, long slow sleep of death and die. The language is beautiful oh. here. This is kind of like one of the only references to religion, like when he says we'll burn like the heathen kings of old. Because actually it's a strangely yeah. religionless world, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose they refer to the Valar as gods sometimes, or at least it's said in the Silmarillion that the men sometimes call them gods, but the elves just call them powers. And I guess the Rohirrim do refer to like going to the halls of their fathers. So there's some sort of thought of afterlife there, but that isn't really canon, I suppose, in the world. Oh, the freaking flaming... Oh, boy. Battering ram. Always really weird. I think that's where the um, the extended editions, when you had two DVDs, would cut off. You'd have to switch right there. Mm. The flaming battering ram. Yeah, I think it's the introduction of Grunt, where the DVDs cut off, and the... Like the uh, Cosize of Umbar. Umbar scene was the first one on the second DVD. Very cool effects, sir. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Is he still walking? So now we're at 43, the choices of Master Sunwise. Which is the end of the two towers. Oh, why is there a spider again? Fuck me. I think she's scared of spiders, actually. Well, good for you. I like the way that her head is sort of like partly this kind of flesh color. Can you tell me when it's safe to look at the screen again? What do you think about her stinger? (laughs) Oh, it's pretty nice. It's all shiny. It's it's, 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 pulsating. It's luxurious, you know. Throbbing stinger. And look at the little hairs on her (laughs) her rump. There it is. Goodbye, Frodo. I'll put it in me. Been penetrated. Yeah. (laughs) 
Elon's and he's strange. foaming at the mouth immediately. That makes sense. It paralyzes him. Speaking of acting performances that should not get nominated for awards. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the little spin-up thing here. This looks pretty good. This is growing on her fucking head. No, I think it's just her head, like... I think it might be something. like, I got the sword and the light. About to get that ring. Screw Frodo. How did, how did he get the light? Frodo dropped it. Yeah. You know, it's pretty darn bright. So as a recent reader of the Silmarillion shellfish, can you explain who Arendil is? No, that's like Elrond's dad. Yeah, he's a mariner who went to the west to plead for Middle-earth, and the Valar heard him and hallowed his ship and sent him up with the, into the skies with the Cimmeril on his brow. Now Sam is dead. How does Sam resist Shelob here? That's that gardener rage. Ah, <laughs> oh, woolly foot to the face. Use your pen, Sam. Use your pen. The one thing grosser than the giant spider is a hobbit's foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, she's like, oh, I got poked. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oof. A hit. A palpable hit. Bubble dogs Hold on to the sword, hand. Sam. You can order bubble dogs to home now. What is what? They're like dogs? The, ult- the ultimate sort of hipster kind of gourmet hot dogs. Ooh. If you go to bubbleshoplondon.com. So get- we went. We went to a seaside uh, seafood place after the beach the other day, and they sell a caviar-covered hot dog for $65. Mm-hmm. Tastes like money. <laughs> it even comes with a side serving of tater tots. Ooh. What was it? We were, so my wife and I were watching that in the Indian matchmaker show, Bina. And oh, one, my God. <laughs> the, the one guy that was like, he, like, in the first episode, I think it was, early on, he was like serving her when she came over, and he was he serving her with like five pound napkins or whatever it was, <laughs> like with the drinks. And I was like, "Oh what? yeah, what? That is was that, a douche. Is that is that something you do? Like, I really, really, really want to vok about that show so badly. Mikal and I want to vok about it, and we need to find some muggles, um, who don't have basically arranged marriage in their culture to sort of." comment on the craziness as well. Yeah, we're like halfway through it, and I'm I'm, I'm very confused. I'm rooting for uh, the one girl, the normal girl. Adia? Um, I think Adia's our girl. My wife one, The her. one from South America. Um, oh, she's lovely, the Guyanese girl, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's like, like the first guy that kind of doesn't work out. I was like, well, he doesn't deserve her. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, some of a bitch better got her flowers and cookies and everything else. Good I'm like, him. oh, he, he's like, I was in the ER. I'm like, okay, you get one of those. But, like, you still have your phone. So, this isn't like, you know, 1980. Yeah, what really surprised me was um, that arranged marriage is just called marriage, and then marriage for love is a love marriage. 
I don't understand how. I don't understand but range. It's range. what your default is, isn't it? Do Do you think orcs have matchmakers? Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> how How else would that work? They're like Uflag recently um, sacked Gondor, and he's heading up his own tribe in the in the mountains. He's got ten <laughs> battle scars. I know it's not a lot, but but. Did anyone ever see a um, female orc? Uh, <laughs> like they have beards, eyes, like dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they have beards, so... Well, I mean, that it, is that, a female. They, they bred uh, <laughs> like the children of Iluvatar, so there are orc ladies somewhere. I feel like I've seen like people that were clearly like women in... These movies, but like they're not like called out as like there's an orc lady because she's wearing you know booby armor and stuff, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you probably wouldn't notice. Yeah, maybe uh, orcs actually have gender equality. Paul oh, Faramir. So we're now on Denethor's Madness, which is chapter forty-four. I love him all oiled up like this. Yeah, that's how I like my men. Yeah, all moist. All right. Oiled up and unconscious. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> Oh my god, you took it to the next her. level. <laughs> Please don't cancel me. I don't believe in sexually abusing unconscious men. <laughs> oh, poor Pippin. Do you know he's son of Paladin? I mean, that's like good memory. Oh, die. <laughs> that's a so fun line. Go die in what way seems best to you. Yeah. Thanks, I will. So these soldiers just suck, huh? We're trying. How does he have the time to like go through the entire city to find Gandalf and then go back up again and Benadol still has Marie, Marie, don't think about it too much. Okay. What <laughs> happened? Well, Denethor is probably monologuing for a couple of hours before he... Yeah, that makes flame. more sense. <laughs> uh, so we're now at the Witch King's Hour, which is chapter 45. Is that what this is called? Yep. Yeah, I think this scene with the Witch King... It's in the extended edition, but I would keep it out of the movie because it kind of unfairly diminishes Gandalf, in my view. Darth Maul. Yeah. Justice I mean, to so Gandalf. Part of the problem here you get, too, is like when uh, Gandalf's staff gets broken and you're like, are you kidding me? But like in the theatrical release, his staff just disappears, and you're like, what, what happened to his staff? Never explained. Yeah, that one orc does look like Darth Maul. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, who's apparently a terrible in the book when the Gandalf and the Witch King are sort of equally matched, and it's it could go either way, but here it's like uh, the Witch King kind of trounces him. I, I mean, I feel like Gandalf could 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 have taken him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Witch King is definitely below Balrog, so he's just like, look at my sword; <laughs> it's on fire, and it like blows up your staff. Somehow. Do you guys have like a power ranking of the strongest Lord of the Rings characters? Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. We gotta get our one. Dragon Ball scatters out. Who's your uh, number Morgoth one? Morgoth is number one. 
Really? Who is? Morgoth or Melkor. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Well, I mean, I guess God is number one, Illuvatar is, but... Yeah, but he's not in the films. There's someone who's in the films. Sauron, then. Gosh. Not, not, uh, not Sauron gets bitched by Baron, who's immortal. Ah, uh, the room here. I'm... Well, he gets robbed by Baron. Really? No, Sauron. Oh, Sauron, yeah. Actually, I guess it's uh, Huan bitches him because... By a dog. <laughs> yeah. Alright, everybody. We're about to ride. Ride of the Rohirrim. <gasps> You're like, I remember when, like, ten guys ran out from the Hornburg. <laughs> We'd have 300,000 men. <laughs> this is what I wanted. <laughs> this is, like, the most perfect scene in the entire trilogy. I want no cynicism. No, I love this scene. I'm just I'm saying, like... <laughs> like in the book set how he looks defeated and then they think he might like march away but then he conquers and this himself is, this and... is the kind of shit when you talk about like history and ancient battles that it's like you know the supporting army showing up and just completely changing everything yeah courage for our friends that's like the theme of the entire book right there courage for our friends ugh you guys were in trouble I'd that speech maybe. Here we go, here we go. Yeah. The sunlight behind them. Follow the king's banner. Fourth and fear no darkness. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I don't think it's possible to do this better than this. No, I oh. agree. And the epic and melancholic music behind, it's just... Just the, how beautiful Chills the armor is. Every time. Yeah. yeah. Like righteous battle, right? I mean, speaking of like nominations, he could easily be nominated for best supporting actor too. I agree. Yeah. I, I think oh, he's yeah. the best best character in the movies. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think he really should have gotten it for Two Towers. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. think he has a bad 100%. scene. Yeah, his movie. scene in in the Hornburg is Oscar worthy. I think. Like, how did it come mm. to this? That whole thing. But I think, unfortunately, yeah. like the Two Towers is probably the best of the three movies. But it's there, you know. You know how it is with awards. Oh, well, there's the third one coming. We'll just get him when the third one comes. Yeah. But come on, ride for ruin and the world's ending. I will point out that is actually Aomir's line after he thinks yeah. that Aowen yeah. died. They give it to him here. Right. And the, and the chant of death. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I don't blame them. Because it is, it's <laughs> it a death march right at this here. point, right? I mean, yeah. They really uh, think. Oh, it. It's the greatest battle cry ever, right? Four Thalingus. War horns. Ah, the horns. The horns. Oh, man. Like, what's scarier than a, a charging army that is ready to die, right? The king out front. So brilliant. I love in the books how he, like, outpaces everyone. I would, I would follow him into battle. Yeah, this... Uh, this... Orcs with their little baby bows. In the book as well. Yeah, I gotta say, I love the cavalry uh, scenes, but I always feel so bad for the horses. And yeah, <laughs> it's just a bit. Yeah, yeah this is this is brutal when they crash in. See, yeah, but at least this is filmed like according to the principles of the Humane Society. If you watch the original um, Sergei Bondarchuk War and Peace, they filmed the Battle of Borodino with the Soviet army of the time, and 
there is no humane society looking after those cavalry horses. <laughs> and you can tell. I mean, it's why it's the best battle scene ever filmed, because it is literally Ugh. a battle scene. They just reenact the Battle of Borodino. <laughs> they look like scared. The He's He's afraid now, motherfuckers. The, the one problem with that... The one problem with that shot is there is a guy in the background with a spear that wiggles around. <laughs> oh, completely ruined. Such By the wiggly spear. Yeah, I think in the books they like, uh, like in Theoden to Oromir. Or, or, what's his name? Oromir. Yeah. No, Oromir, the huntsman of the Valor. Yeah, the Valor. Yeah, he's got a. Oh. There's a here we are. So this there. is the scene, the pyre of Denethor, which is scene 47, folks. Uh, more oily men. Oh, Who's going to slide off her seat? Uh, yes, we shall burn together, son. Farm like, is waking the... up at a slightly unfortunate time to wake up. How are the guards not just like, okay, can we just kill him and walk away? I mean, you see one in the back kind of look at the other guys like, are we really doing this? <laughs> They're very right. slowly moving the torches, very slowly. So apparently in this Evolution. scene in this scene they had to use mirrors to make the fire look like it's on the pyre because the horse wouldn't go towards fire, obviously. Sensible horsey. All those carvings on the walls are beautiful. Mm. Sort of a veiled figure. I mean, the set design and costume design. Just look at Gandalf's clothes and the, the weaving of them. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just unsurpassed in its detail. Gandalf hits him with his spear a lot. Sorry, his staff. Oh, nice one. I don't think it's realistic that a hobbit could make, roll a full-grown man off a pyre, but never mind. Pippin's been working out. <laughs> Been training to be part of the Royal Guard. Oh no, Denethor was on fire. Oh, he's alive. That's a good horsey. <laughs> no, he's totally dead still. Marie, that was perfect. <laughs> I love that he's clearly like dude in a flame suit, you know, movie on fire. <laughs> Alright, time to feel fire. End. It's such an epic end. <laughs> Forget him jumping off of the of the edge there and falling all the way down, which is amazing. But like, dude sprints the length of that on fire. I mean, faster than I could <laughs> get there. Like a hundred percent, not on fire. Um, can we tie him against <laughs> Usain Bolt? <laughs> that's, that's because we're Adam. That's because we're overweight and out of shape. <laughs> So this is the Battle of the Pelennor Fields, folks, chapter 48. Um, and this is an extended scene. Drive them to the river. Make Whoops. safe the city. Fucking oh. Denethor. Not oh, Denethor. shit. Elephants. I like how he's all happy and he's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, even AM is looking things. a bit like... Good question. Where are they coming from? I guess they were held in reserve. Who maybe. is this guy here on yeah. the on the horn? See, this scene would be cancelled now because it would be seen as Orientalist. But it's so good. But that actor, like his proportions, like is he like seven foot five or something? Like he's got these oh. huge arms. Would it be Orientalist if they're using local Ma Maori uh, actors? Probably, I don't know. 
reform the line against the giant invading elephants. Maybe like uh, elephant circle around behind them? Let's do this, Rohan, one more time. Something, something, Red Dawn, let's go. <laughs> this whole battle is so well done. Is it dumb? Well, yeah, so well I guess. done. So well done. So well done. Okay, well, yeah. Well, Actually, until Legolas comes in. Kills exactly. everything by himself. Yeah. The thing about surfing, elephants is they are Legolas. quite skittish, so I reckon cavalry riding its elephants would actually freak them out. Because, I mean, war elephants are notoriously difficult, right? I mean, like, the problem with war elephants is they're so skittish that they normally cause as much damage to your own troops as the enemy. Yeah, but these the, the Mumakil, they're like, they're trained, and they're like five times the size of an elephant. So apparently not. Yeah, someone watched a lot of uh, Empire Strikes Back hot <clears throat> battle as a kid. <laughs> Alright, we need... No shame there. No speeders. Some cable. Of, I, I went and saw Empire Strikes Back Friday night. To an empty movie theater. <laughs> Why don't all of them see... have that, like, mowing thing? Is anyone going to go and see Tenet at the cinema? Is anyone braving COVID? Go. I want to go see it, no. but I'm not going to see it if there's other people there. Oh, this is such <laughs> a fucking great shot one. I got uh, my ticket, and I kept looking, I kept looking, and there was like no one else bought any tickets, and I'm like, okay, I'll go. Because it was like 11 o'clock at night, and they just opened on Friday. I'm like, I don't even think anyone knows they're open yet, so like, oh. I'll go be by myself. Good shot, Amir. Good shot. Whoa. And that's we like the tickets. one elephant that's got like a chain between its tusks. Which is very cool. We have tickets for Friday and I'm still kind of umming and ahhing as to whether we should go from a health perspective. But... So are, do they have any special precautions that they're, they're doing? Or... Yeah, like you have to wear masks and it's like every other row is empty and there's seats between parties. Well, I've been yeah. I've been to the cinema two times in the last few weeks and granted it was for a nut like not tenant which will be at least much more popular but there was like no one in the room like 10 people max every time so it's quite safe in that respect yeah and ours like there's basically a partition between the aisles now like you don't even see the people in front of you or behind you so that's kind so of we, thing. But when we, we buy a ticket it like blacks out the tickets to the left and the right of you but that's yeah. only like one seat of space so i'm like well technically if you went over like another seat the left and right, you'd have like you know five or six seats all to yourself if you wanted mm. to do that. Just buy a couple seats. Oh, here we go. This is so cool. Right, I guess you'd have nine seats all to yourself. You basically book a whole row, a whole row with three tickets. Mary. Up chucking dust. I hadn't realized how long this battle scene was because actually, in the books, the battles are surprisingly they're like half a paragraph, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, like Helm's Deep isn't all that much, and this is just a couple paragraphs, I think, right? Mm. This whole sequence, yeah, is pretty short. I think this is extended edition stuff here with Marianne Erwin fighting. It is, I think, yeah. I mean, Return of the King has the most extra content in the extended edition. I know that. But I lose track of where it is. I'm better at it with the first two movies. 
I mean, I haven't watched the theatrical version of any of these in a long time, 15 years. Unless it's on TV or something. Oh, I love this line. The journey doesn't end here. So we're in a far mm-hmm. green country, folks. Scene 49. Except I feel he should have be kind of saying this to Frodo. Yeah. Mm. All turns to silver glass. So it's these, it's this word Beautiful. that becomes the lyrics of the end song by Anna Lennox, Into the West. Um, that line, though, is the last thing Frodo sees, right? And then they come back to the Shire with Sam. It might, might be from that last chapter, yeah. I'm not entirely yeah, sure. The Great Mists fall back and... All the sounds of battle just gone. Ah, nothing like a little quiet contemplation about death to uh, get your courage back. Ah, that's his oh fuck face. He has several. The Nazgul and his prey, scene 50. Can't hinder him. Yeah, man. <laughs> this guy will not be hindered. He's on his flesh. <laughs> Doesn't he say something cool like, I'll send you to the houses of lamentation or something in the book? Yeah, something about your spirit being flayed over and over yeah, again. I can't help but think of that, uh, the, the Rankin-Bass clip or whatever. <laughs> 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 me? You must have a really, really sharp sword. Yeah, she cut right through that. Yeah, like it was nothing. Like it was a bit of patty butter. That helmet. Sneak at this neck. That mace is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Witch King has the best toys. <laughs> but to what? <laughs> He's just flailing around. This was for the boss fight in the video game. <laughs> Don't use up all your stamina. Time for a quick time event. Poor Eowyn. Can you imagine being hit by that? I would just die. <laughs> okay, like, well, I've, f- I've, I've been bested. Chapter 51, The Black Ships. So for those of us who hadn't read the books, if anyone hadn't read the books and didn't know what had happened to Aragorn. Yeah. They, you think this guy's outfit is like out. a nod to Mad Max? Cause... The guy with the skull on his helmet? You know which Mad Max movie is that from? Uh, Road Warrior? I am not familiar with it. May the best dwarf win. So good. Oh, then all the stupid pirates. Here they go. Whee! I mean, why did Legolas and Aragorn even bother to fight at this point? Just let the pirates do it. Like, why the Ship of my tire. You know? The unlimited infinite pirates. 
Abina, back when we did the reread, you said that that thus came Aragorn scene is your favorite favorite uh, scene in any book. Does that still hold true? Which the part where Aragorn comes to the Pelennor fields? Because I the writing that. is very very moving. But no, I think now it would probably be more Theoden type stuff or Boromir type stuff. As I get yeah. older, like what I find moving changes. What is the Witch King's deal where he, like, sucks swords into his body and then he, like, becomes a black hole and, like, you know, implodes himself? Very cool. Happen? It's a good death. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, it's a strong death. Just no, I, th I think when Aragorn yeah. arrives at Pelennor Fields, it's, uh, it is written really well because he unfurls his standard and, like, he says something like uh, the opportunity, like, his their friends turn to foes and Aragorn's, you know... Yeah, that's I mean, a, a beautiful a great, scene that, yeah. that does came Aragorn scene as well. And we're sort of robbed of that in the movie, I feel like. I felt like it was a big scene where he takes ownership of being king, because in the books he's obviously a lot more vacillating about what he wants. And... Get the sword, yeah. Get the sword. I might be being too hard on it, but I think it probably would be hard to communicate that feeling in a movie. I agree. Well, I don't know. You could do like a shot there where banner is sort of unfurled and there's a stirring music with it and then the ship comes in and Aragorn now it's time for Legolas to surf on these elephants so we're on chapter 53 Whee! victory at Minas Tirith folks which is an extended scene he's going to climb up the uh, arrows use the arrows to climb up the elephant yeah. this is also emblematic of what is wrong with the hobbit <laughs> yep <laughs> So much foreshadowing. Now, just now, now he's like two feet away using his arrows on these guys. That makes sense. Sure. But I, I can forgive it in the Lord of the Rings because it's so good otherwise. But right, uh, then, then it's the hobbits, and it's just no, no. <laughs> it's this time, the whole time. Every time I watch the uh, this trilogy, I'm like, you know what we need is that that dude dressing up as a woman and hiding, and we need that whole plot. <laughs> That's what we need. Edward, or what was that guy? Was that who that was? <laughs> oh, man. I just, you know, like, when you're a successful director in Hollywood, you kind of get your, uh... Oh, there we go. Posing for the camera as the elephant dies. We just when you're a successful eat. director, you, you, you get your carb launch at a certain point, and uh, Peter Jackson used his. It's, it's done. <laughs> like... <laughs> People were like, oh, yeah, we're taking that away. We're taking it away now. <laughs> yeah, there was no one there to say no. <laughs> but you get you get that. You earn that. If, you've, if, you know, if you're Steven Spielberg or something, you know, you can make just something god-awful for a billion dollars. Um, and you yeah, go, this okay. is the Star Wars prequel issue, right? There's I just mean, no... To, yeah, I mean, to be fair, no, I, think I, think, it's also... I think for The Hobbit, it wasn't mostly Peter Jackson's fault. I mean, Partly. No, 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 no! It wasn't yeah. it, it entirely. I, I really wish studio. Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro, del Toro had uh, yeah had stayed because I would have loved to see what he would have done. But it just Aww, uh, the, passing the whole thing was done. This is so sweet. I know your face. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Is for a man who, at the start of this trilogy, mm. couldn't even see his niece clearly. That's actually a line I sometimes use when I'm feeling tired. I'll just say my body is broken. 
It's a good one. My eyes are dark. Yeah. And... <laughs> like, how does this guy not get an Oscar? And also, let's let's take a moment to notice that neither of them are crying. It's a very restrained scene in some ways. The the British in you is like, this is the best scene ever produced. Yeah, it's just all it's all held. <laughs> There's this whole thing in the books about how Eowyn never smiles, and that's like a whole plot. I think they're playing on that here with her how she acts here. But I think so it's also she's in the houses of the healing, the nobility yeah. and the heroism of the moment, like. It just she just wants to lock eyes with him and be with him as he dies, so he doesn't feel alone. So moving. Like it's almost like a pride thing, like we're not gonna show we're scared of death at this moment. Now the tip as he goes. No, especially Theoden, who's welcoming it now because mm. he feels like he's equals to his forefathers, right? And he's gone. And then so when he's gone is when she allows herself to cry. She had to be strong for him. Oh, cool. yeah. uh, I hadn't really considered it like that, but totally makes sense. Yeah. So and that is a well-acted death scene. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, we're on to Oaths Fulfilled, scene 55. This is as in the theatrical cut. So Gandalf, Gandalf made it through the entire battle without getting any blood on him? Nope. He's magic. And this is where Aragorn makes his greatest mistake. Yeah. Bad idea, Gimli says. <laughs> yeah, just keep, just be like, hey, I need you to go kill Sauron, please. <laughs> it would really take more. Just go over there, kill everybody. The thing is, Aragorn knows he's not going to defeat Sauron on the field. He just wants to distract him from Frodo. So whether he turns yeah. up with a thousand or three thousand, and he's so around. noble. But, but with but with the army of the dead, he could defeat them on the field. To the point. Yeah, an the unbeatable force. But he cannot stoop to that level. <laughs> so the yeah, world but I mean, dies. they're not like uh, bound to his will that he, they would do anything that he says. That he has had to sort of negotiate them to. And fight this is the first him. time Aragorn's seen Gandalf in so much time, and it's just a nod. The houses of the. Oh, that guy's missing his arm. Chapter fifty-six. A hobbit lay here, and another here. So this is obviously a new scene. Because uh, Faramir was screwed in the theatrical edition. Oh, Carl Urban. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, that, that screaming at reaction, it's just. Well, this, this, this is the thing in the book is like this Viking rage that overcomes him. And you kind of feel that here. And I think, like, because Keith Evans doesn't get many, um, Keith Evans, he doesn't get many good acting scenes in this trilogy, so this is really his chance to show what he can To show his quality. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now the king is wandering through with his athalas and whatnot. Yes, healing hands. Oh, no, houses of healing. This is another extended uh, scene. Extra scene. Extra scene. This, this is how we know he is the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's so brief, though, that it almost feels like... I don't he know. rubs water on wounds. That's what the king does. Yeah, there's, there's no uh, Iareth to be like the hands of a king or the hands but of a king. water with king's foil, not just a weed. <laughs> the less. That's a weed. 
I like this. I like having a scene after Batman and poor AMA is just so sad. Yeah, and I don't think they really could have done the whole this whole sequence also, the whole Houses of Healing bit. Obviously this movie's already incredibly long. But if you had trimmed yeah. back the pirates and the skateboarding, you could have squeezed a bit of it in. <laughs> I would have liked slightly more between Eowyn and Faramir than they get. Yeah. Yeah, well, just anything make it a bit more realistic. Yeah. Now here's Eowyn. It's been three weeks. She seems to be healed. Faramir's doing well. Look at him. Faramir's perving out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this does really change. Like, like, oh, there's a whole like passage of time you get here, then you go right outside. Like, oh no. It's done, it's and done now we're in love. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at least they like. So now we're at Pippin looking after Mary. Aww. Yeah, and that's that's what's weird. It's the going from the long scene where you can see you're not sure what time has passed, and this. Yeah. If you oh. told me it was like five weeks, I'd be like, sure. So I will say, yeah, Mary's scene. just been laying out there in the field for that long. Oh, yeah, the whole time, yeah. It's your Pippin. They, they just found him. This Gotta is the true love scene. Exactly. Yeah. I will say on the AO and Fairmer thing, I think they do a good job communicating why those characters would have a strong relationship, like with the way yeah. that they're drawn throughout the movies. Yeah. Because I mean, they're look, both very earnest and noble and try to do their best, but aren't jingoistic or sort of jockey. If they were doing the video dating service, you know, I would definitely have matched the two of them up. That's all I'm saying. So this is what Indian matchmaking would have matched them, because they were a good match. <laughs> yes. <laughs> both well, from good houses. Wait a minute. There are no, like, astrological charts, you know, discussed good, good beforehand. Families. Neither of you are the heir. Um, this works out great. Ugh, we don't need to see this cobweb bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're now at the Tower of Kirithungal, chapter 58. How itchy is that rope, do you think? Holy cow. This is an extended scene for joviality and levity, apparently. Frodo has hot glue all over his face. I'm going to see what else shirt. I can order Ooh. as hipster food. It's hot dog time. Bubble dogs are arriving next Friday. We're getting the chili oh, you already got those. kit and the Mexican home kit. Delicious. Mm-hmm. You said bubble dogs? You bubble this? dogs. Because you can also order champagne with your dogs because obviously you're not a hipster uh, if it's just gourmet hot dogs. I'm really hungry. Does Elijah Wood have a weird belly button? What am I looking yes. at? Yes. Yes. What? Is that weird? What's weird about it? Because it's neither inny nor outy. It's sort of it's Oh, it's weird... a both. Yeah, it's, it's a both. It's very It kind of creates like a butt crack, front butt or something. I, I've never noticed Elijah Wood's belly button, man. Well, now you'll have not, not be able to watch this movie without seeing. <laughs> yeah, but but what do his fingernails look like? Oh, look at that drop kick! That was Great. a sweet move. Yeah, <laughs> WWE for sure. I don't now, like. Where this. is this? What um, what garrison is this? Kirithungal. These are the two That's right. I like how that's all they need. Like, somebody just drops from the sky and they're like, okay, let's fight. Because you've got orcs it, and or the orokai just like, we're ready to go at it. <laughs> it is true. There is a building tension. Dude, he just brained that goblin with a boulder. Oh, <laughs> God damn. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Can we get a suplex, please? <laughs> but I feel like this is what they do for fun. He's like a know. macho man flying elbow off like a parapet. Outside of wartime, this is why Sauron has it. Has it takes him so long to you know, mount his army. They're killing each other all the time. 
How do they end up being so numerous if they keep killing each other? I'd like to get down. <laughs> Sam's like, I decimated this entire castle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the win here. <laughs> Put up the flag of the Shire, Sam. Oh, the blade's blue again. Like in the... The kind of conveys shadow puppets. It conveys what the language in the book says, like where they think it's like some great elf warrior or something. That's we just... got dual wield games right here, dual wielding those swords. I don't know if he has the dexterity stat for that. Yeah, he's got motivation. He's screaming it out. And then well, he's he like, "That's drop. my old gaffer." Like, what did he do to the gaffer? Oh, I, I love the it. Gaffer's fine, right? Oh, no, because no. he's being <laughs> imprisoned, right? Yeah. He dies. The scene goes on too long. Okay, yeah, what is with that belly button? Thank you. I oh, look, I've seen a lot of belly buttons, okay? <laughs> I mean, so I like your good surgery, that's, so you could that's the one thing we always say is like people say, you know, wear clean underwear or whatever. It's like, no, make sure you clean your belly button out before you go to surgery. Gross. Yeah, people people don't clean their belly buttons. It's gross. Oh my god, creme de la mer have a beauty essence, like a face serum. It's three times 15 milliliter vials, and it costs 1,950 pounds. That's where it says. Seems reasonable. Who buys this? Who is buying this? People that like money is not a thing for them. Yeah, a girl, Kate Blanchett, who like put that serum that's made out of like baby Korean foreskins on her face. I think it must be people like that. Sorry, right? It can what? only be like Hollywood actresses. Oh, I was rewind. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I saw an article that said something about like um, breast milk from like people that had COVID might might help give you immunity. <laughs> People were like, well, how do we get that? Oh, God. Apparently, um, the first statistics are coming in on a study that's saying that people who've had it, even when the antibodies fade, the the T-cell immunity is still really good. T-cell immunity is what we need. That's what what I've been trying to tell people, is that there's a good chance that even if you can get it again, that, like, it would be less severe. Which is hope, which is hopeful. I'm like, no, it's going to be worse. And I'm like, well, where did you hear that from? Like, I mean, I don't know yet, but probably know, the internet. There's just some of the some of the research is like looking promising. So, hopefully. Yeah. Oh come on! Is the steam still going? <laughs> so I'll say, I, I believe that um, Sam and Bilbo are the only characters who willingly gave the ring up. Yep. Yeah, we. In or I incorrectly stated that in the Fellowship of the Ring podcast, for which I am deeply sorry. Bilbo was not the only one to willingly give it. Let it happen again. I started off this podcast giving everyone the wrong scene numbers because I was looking at the actual next end edition. I I only said that because I was trying to shame you, Peter. I I mean, unless you count Gandalf never touching it and being like, uh, take this. Didn't Galadriel wear it? Didn't Galadriel pass the test? She was she, tempted she, by she, it. Again, she like resisted, you know. Oh, well, there's Tom Bombadil. Did he count? She never had to like carry it and hold on to it. I think Tom Bombadil is the only one who actually held it. 
Yeah, yeah he had been Putsudon, but nothing Look, happens. Look, if he had sent the Army of the Dead to start working on this ar- on this orc army, they'd be like halfway through by now. They should have sent Tom Bombadil in to kill him all. <laughs> Ooh, Tom Bombadil. Tom Bombadil. I don't understand. Hey, Doe, Mary Doe, or whatever the fuck he sings. I definitely feel like Frodo's orc helmet is like ready for a plague. Is what it looks like. Like the bird. That's good because <laughs> we're, in we're in one. We're yeah, in exactly. That's like that's like uh going back to Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> the ghost stories like you're in one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now we're at the last debate, which is chapter fifty nine, and it's an extended scene, and it's very cool. Like this is a presumption of Gimli. Yeah, just just <laughs> so I'm Stuart now, right? At least he didn't sit that. in the throne. He has such big dick energy. That's what I'm looking at. Gimli's just like, I'm gonna sit here. Smoke my pipe. A chair is a chair. Fart into this throne. Gimli is getting this victory for all it's worth. Yeah. He's just admiring the uh, stonework. This scene always reminds me of the trailer where there's that line of we cannot achieve victory through force of arms. Yeah. And it's kind of like a trailery line, I suppose. I love the way Aragorn says Gorgoroth. Such a great word. This is what such a... a beautiful room, like just like the marble and like was this a set or was this something that they kind of dressed up? I think it's a set. It's gotta be a set. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could you could have it as I mean, this could be you know, this could be somewhere, and then you know, they brought in the statues or something. I don't know, but it's, yeah, but this, where New Zealand is this? There's like a classic. You know, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know. That's true. It just does feel like like this. It it looks so you know beautiful. It'd be like a shame to tear it down. But uh, right, being a Gimli throws off that uh, BED. Small chance of success. <laughs> Gimli is just the best. Oh, you know, this is one of my favorite additional scenes. Aragorn masters the Palantir. Yeah, man. Bit of bait. Oh, he. I think he kind of loses this one. <laughs> He's like, what's up, son? Yeah, he shouldn't lose. He should at least be a tie. At least it's in the book. This unfairly diminishes Aragorn as well, just like the earlier scene with Gandalf. This is just Master Troll Sauron here. <laughs> Look, it's your dead girlfriend. You see this sword, bro? Remember that? You remember this? Yeah, I got something for you. You like that? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Behold. Like I'm gonna bang your girlfriend. He's like, look, she's dead. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh shit! <laughs> it's a little comical. Yeah, just, oh, oh man, I had no idea. Don't but fuck with Saran. You can tell where they cut this out of the theatrical edition because it's, it does diminish him so badly. <laughs> it doesn't really do anything. Yeah. Then they ride out, which is a very cool scene because it's the first time he's wearing the Gondor um, sigil. I have the white tree tattooed on my arm. No, cool. Oh, this is the seven captain and the white lady. You can have some of my warm, lady. 
Don't be cynical. This is such a sweet scene. I'm not being cynical. <laughs> Don't ruin this for me. Don't ruin this for me. Lighting is warm and golden and beautiful as well. We're in love yeah. now. It's so sweet. Let me hold your hand, lovely lady. Finally a man worthy of me. I'll settle for Faramir. Aww. And it's like Jade Eyre. There's no, there's no actual... <laughs> There's no actual kiss or making out. It's just a head against the shoulder. It's so oh, chaste. No. Yes. No. That would be inappropriate. Boom, he just got her pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> you did see the interlocked four fingers. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now we're in the company of Orcs 62, and it is a new scene. Really ridiculous like, how you the song from the animated, animated movie here, the Where There's a Whip, There's a Way. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that would also be cancelled. You know we fell in Paris, right? You, you know, we're just a couple of orcs just just taking a break. Sluggards. Say so, that pink skin. Have you guys ever heard that song from Orpheus in the Underworld, the operetta called and the the, the chorus goes, so spank me now. I don't think so. When you say the whip. Yeah, it's I'm gonna great. Need I'll send you a link. The lyrics are, oh, spank me now in royal fashion. Re- no, oh, spank, me, spank me now in kingly fashion. Reignite my royal passion. Ah, 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 ah. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Kinky. Racy. It's also the, um, the opera that gave us the can-can. That gave us what? The can-can. Oh, really? Yeah. They also give us the can-can uniforms because God bless them. By the way, don't uh, type spec me now into Google. <laughs> Good call. I sort of read this scene as kind of an Tolkien's anti-war stance where like the this is like the orcs kind of showcase that military discipline of sort of more modern day war, I suppose, whereas the Men and the elves are sort of more like these heroic peoples of the past that's all idealized and stuff, but but the orcs are more like modern day soldiers, I suppose. The inspections and stuff like that. <laughs> yes, yes, your your uniform's too clean. Put some dirt on it. Look at this guy. What are they inspecting for? I mean, like, rusted blades, or... Like, I mean, like, there are no standards. There are clearly no standards. I love there how the chain of the ring is burning his neck. Yeah. Start a fight. Well, it's so heavy, it's cutting through it, yeah, right? It's, yeah, it's cutting into his skin. Hit me, Sam. I do love how this guy like sees like he sees their human and like screams and just starts walking instead of being like, "Hey, grab those humans." The, they're not the, human. They're hobbits. The entire strategy always is oh, okay, just to okay. start a fight. It's always the way to mess up orc stuff. Yeah. Just like that. One orc with pots and pans hanging off of him. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's the chef. Armor. Wait, don't we eat our food raw? Wait a minute. <laughs> They're still like a hundred miles away from Mount Doom. <laughs> Yeah, they're a long, long way away. <laughs> Look, now they've been walking for who knows how long, and they still man alive. Them. Even in the books, these chapters take forever. Yeah, but like they're still in the full regalia. They're not like, hey, maybe we could ditch, you know, the the orc armor. Well, they do that eventually. I don't even know how Frodo's walking. I'm tired for him. The ring is pulling him down. No one noticed that. There was a kind of of light like that, a lighthouse uh, light at the top of it. And every time I see it moving towards me when I'm walking in Paris during the night, I think of like Saren's eyes (laughs) going, and I'm like, hide. And it's every time. It's just that. Uh, (laughs) It's just the ingrained panopticon of power. Yeah, I mean, it will be. See me. The all-seeing oh, eye. The all-seeing eye of Foucault. Oh, finally. Dude, you uh, kept those pots pans. And pans. You kept the pans for like a year. In the the way he like tosses those pans. pans. <laughs> it was so sad. Here it is. Star of Arendia. I think that's meant to be the Morning Star or Venus or Lucifer. I mean, Arendia just mean <laughs> it's meant to be the, the uh, Morning Star in the books about how the mouth of Sauron was depicted. So that's coming up. Oh, you mean like a Marilyn Manson music video? <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see the Gondorian army marching out the second. Where are the heralds announcing that the lords of the West have arrived? Yeah, man. Under the shadow, or I really don't understand how people can hate on Frodo. Doesn't hating on Frodo? A lot of people do. A lot of people do. I think because um, they think he's like whiny, and of course he doesn't actually destroy the rings. They think he sucks, basically. The whole point of the book is that he doesn't destroy the ring. I know. I agree. <laughs> I'm just saying. A lot of people do think he's Christ a loser. Alive. Yeah, and he's not whining. I mean, he's trudging and trudging the whole length of the world to kind of carry this. I agree. Psychological burden. I I agree. Those people can do one. If any of you are listening, you don't like Brody. You should switch off now. Yeah, look, there's the uh, Rohan infantry we were looking for. Some nice banner they walked here. the whole way. They just yeah, got here. They just the got there. <laughs> Some pretty ropey acting going on here from Elijah Wood. Yeah, this is weird. Stumbling. I like it. 
with the sound effects as well, sort of haunting little. Like he's trying to fight off wraiths or something. Yeah, dark. Myth. Well, in the book, he's like trying to fend off imaginary attacks or something. He says, "We get a nice yes. little Jesus moment here." It's good because he's. You're meant to think he is psychologically absolutely screwed over at this point, so. Which he is. What do you mean by Jesus moment? Oh yeah, that. that that's well, yeah. <laughs> Frodo on the cross kind of thing. This is like the only scene like that. Basically, Aragorn has clean, tidy hair. Which signifies that he's taking ruling seriously now. He washed his. He looks kingly. Yes. Yeah, it's tied up at the back a little bit. This is like Aragorn two point though. Aragorn the king. at the end of the prancing pony. I like this yeah. additional scene of the mouth of Sauron. I like Aragorn's challenge. I love the I way like his jaw too. moves. I, I find it's it's unfathomable to me that the mouth of Sauron was cut. That seems to me like so important. Concept. Yeah, I agree. What accent is he screaming in? I love the almost biblical phrasing that justice be done upon him. It's, oh, yeah. it's kind of yeah. anachronistic way of phrasing. This is where Aragorn acquires an accent for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Screamed in like an uh, Irish brogue. But yeah. he had it at the start, so he had it at the very beginning. Um, right. In the pub. So maybe these scenes were fi- um, filmed very early on before he dropped it. So this is supposed to be a black Numenorian? Yeah. Which mm. is very cool. I mean, look at the horse's armor, like the rusty armor. Yeah, oh my cool. god, does a horse tail have blood on it? Because everything is dripping blood. Yeah. Aragorn's face is so funny. How many years has it been since Sauron killed the Mordor dentist? We do not come to treat with Sauron. So good. I love Gandalf. <laughs> we're like, uh, we've told you, we're going to accept your surrender. Unconditional surrender. So much trolling. I know. Uh, old. We but this part is weird. So they they find this mithril shirt, but like they have no like. Are they not asking why there was a hobbit behind the lines? Like, yeah, not very know. good uh, <laughs> follow up there by the forces of Mordor. They're like we have the shirt. <laughs> Maybe they just think he's dead, so there's no need to yeah. go chase after him because they think he hasn't survived. Well, I think I think when they found that stuff, and it, like when when they had him captured, and it was sent up, you know, it was sent up to Barador, being like, "Hey, we captured a, I don't know, a spy or an infiltrator or something," and I think that's all they have. Such a fool. Know that he suffered greatly at the hands of his host. It's <laughs> a cool dialogue. Oh, there we go. Oh. Another very sharp sword. <laughs> Such a boss line from Finley. <laughs> I guess that concludes negotiations. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. God bless him. Uh, now we go to the next scene, which is the black gate opens. This is scene 65, and it's as in the theatrical edition. 
Here comes my favorite Aragorn accent moment. <laughs> I see in your eyes the same fear that would take the heart of me. <laughs> it's like he's doing um, Hello, um, me. It's like he's doing um, Laurence Olivier in Henry V or something. In the Council of Elrond, he says like the ring answers to Sauron alone. It has no other master or something like that. With an E instead of an O. Always kind of bothered me. Let's do this, Frodo. Last push. Yes. All right, fifty miles to go. All right, put the ring on <laughs> and just fly up there. Oh no, wait, it's a different ring. Never mind. Such a great, great scene. I hope they wore their brown pants. <laughs> I mean, this must be petrifying. And the tragedy is this is quite a good leader's speech, but it's just not as good as Theoden. That's true. It's a good speech. The same fear that would take the heart of me is a great one. But it's not today. Yeah. It's like uh, Henry V or whatever. Yep. Band of Brothers. Very, it's very Henry V. I, mean, I wonder if he actually had watched that to rehearse this and had therefore unconsciously mm, absorbed maybe, yeah. the Laurence Olivier kind because of, it's very Larry yeah. Olivier the way he does this. No. He's just sitting in front of the mirror. I love this. Men of the West. It's kind of the first time we've heard that phrase as well, and it's such a powerful phrase. It is. Men of I like how he tells his horse to fuck off. I mean, like Viggo Mortensen has not done a ton since these movies, let's be honest. I liked him in The Road. That was good. Yeah, well, that's a bleak. Oh, uh, yeah, that was good. It's very good in Green Book. Here, here's where you see that they're, they're surrounded, and you're like, oh, I thought they had a lot more men than that. Should have kept that army of the dead. They had 10,000 orcs. They just allowed themselves to be completely surrounded. Why would you send out your full force when you know that the force you're meeting is so tiny? Uh, that seems tactically <laughs> silly. Well, I mean, send them out with the hopes that more of them would get killed, right? But wasn't a lot of overwhelming gearing, victory. Wasn't he gearing up to just send them all out anyway and finish it off? Isn't that the idea? Mm. Oh, this little Shire theme in the background. And you're Aww. like, oh, this movie's almost over. It's still got another hour. But it's not. Really? <laughs> Yeah, but like most li- of that's credits. literally literally another hour. <laughs> but that's mostly yeah. mostly mostly not movie. Yeah, it's not a full hour. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, there's ten minutes of like the credits for the fan club. Well, there's the full end credits as well on this one as well. The end credits are really massive too. So yeah. I like 38 minutes left because I don't have the credits Dad on my uh, file. Oh, oh. Yeah, that Romance. seems more sensible. As an amount. Where does Sam have all this energy? Well, he's no longer carrying 50 pots and pans, so you get it. <laughs> That's fair. It's, That's like, fair. it's like Dragon Ball Z when Goku takes off the weight. Yeah, training like, weights. <laughs> <laughs> now he's Power getting up. serious. He's also not carrying the one ring, so you know that helps. It does help. I don't need a speech from you right now, Sam. Just carry me. 
The speech gives him power, though. This just makes me want chapstick really bad. Oh, right? <laughs> God damn. Chapstick, a nail file, and some sort of surgery for that. New belly button. button. <laughs> something, something off with that thing. Oh my god. When he says he cannot remember the taste of strawberries, it's so good. <laughs> I just love the idea that he like can't remember the good things anymore. Yeah. Mm, the touch of grass. Mm, that's a nice a nice image. Some really beautiful language. It's little this is the most boss chapter title. I can't carry it. Can carry it. <laughs> mm. Sam's crowning moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically, this is all. The rest of this is basically all as in theatrical cut. I mean, Mount Doom's a little bit longer, but this is all basically as was in the cinema now. Mm. Oh my god, that music! Uh. Yeah. Sam is such a hero. MVP. And they still have 50 miles to go. Don't worry, he'll make it. Oh, totally. Jesus. So apparently they actually wanted Sauron to come out. Replaced him with this like huge troll. So this is called the last move. Why do you think they didn't um they didn't want to show a corporeal Sauron? Is that the idea? That he's always a yes. Maybe they couldn't get it right, but like, you know, in the flashback in the, you know, first movie, he looks pretty badass. I do wish yeah. he wasn't just a headlamp the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some of the footage of the... They're like, oh my gosh, this he's is so suicide. Well for Frodo. And he almost has tears in his eyes. This is so good. The two hobbits are out first. Yeah, yeah I, do, I, love, I do love that. That has to be the case, right? And then, and then they get overrun very quickly. Yeah, Which like is fine, but they showed their courage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were they tried. They showed their courage. Yeah, I like those scenes in these movies where the heroes are tempted by the temptation and do the right thing. I suppose. Yep. The fires of Mount Doom. Bless him. So do you think Gollum just sort of like walked right up to this entrance and just sort of been chilling here? Yeah, he's waiting. Basically. Yeah. Because he knows where they're going, so... Clever hobbits to climb so high. Okay, we're in scene 68, Mount Doom, which is extended. It's the last of the extended scenes. Here's what I needed was, I needed Gollum to be like, I'm gonna throw you off this mountain like I threw that bread. It's this amazing amount of film that we haven't seen Gollum up until this point. Oh, this is such a great line. I haven't realized how long he was gone for. He's been gone for over an hour. Yeah, this is our first Gollum sighting. Do you mean the Smeagol lied, brother? Yeah. Yeah. You almost forget about him. Yeah. Oh, crap. I mean, I think that works. It's the intention. Yeah, you're meant to be surprised. Oh, Legolas, finally not using an arrow. 
He's using his bow as if that's going to fucking do anything. <laughs> He's just like breaking noses. The works are like, ow, dude. Ah, oh, man. I feel like they should have explained somewhere that his quiver was magical and just arrows appear in it. He never seems to run out. Paul gets very Mike Tyson. <laughs> Smeagol don't fight fair. I do like how they convey the feeling that everything is going horribly wrong. Yeah, that this is the moment when it could all fail. Yeah. Yeah, it's and that everyone's stressful. connected. Like the fellowship having been split up for so long is now yeah, at the same place. Gandalf's got his little butterfly friend or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The eagles. Go to go get the eagles. The eagles. Yay. It's like number one. Like, do you need a messenger to tell you the eagles are coming if they're literally like on the horizon? <laughs> all right, one sec, guys. I, apparently, there has to be one of these in all these rewatches. Why didn't they just send the eagles there immediately? <laughs> <laughs> eagles could have just flown straight to the mountain. This is so cool. Oh, that's a tall mountain. So, how does the lava come out the top of the volcano when they're in the middle of the volcano, but there is no lava right there? It's a magic volcano. The, the, dude, <laughs> there's like multiple lava chambers, okay? Chapter 70 The Crack of Doom, as in the theatrical cut when Frodo crack. fails. But his earlier success of mercy towards Smeagol saves his life. And that is the yes. I love this part. It's like, dude, just drop it. Thank you. We're done. Drop it. The movie's over. His just humanity wins. <laughs> Eleanor's in the background. He's like, thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Sometimes you wonder, like, why Elrond didn't just uh, <laughs> push his Stiglador in. Yeah, take take care of business. Be like, he fell. That would have been the elf thing to do. <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because they had their own rings to protect, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, calls to him. I think I'll be the Dark Lord now. <laughs> Frodo, Frodo, you Frodo. have nothing. <laughs> Frodo, Frodo, the king of the world. You need a bath. Uh, dismay in Sam's face, Claire. No, I just carried you. I just carried you 50 uh, miles up a mountain. Does anyone else like get annoyed that Frodo puts it on his uh, index finger? Like, why? Why is, he, why is he wearing the ring on his index? Oh, finger? look at those nails. It's a different. It's not a wedding ring. Yeah, mm. but it's just inconvenient, you know, like for doing tasks, <laughs> for activities. Yeah, gonna grip a sword with a ring on your index finger. Like in the books where Gandalf goes, stand now, men of the West, and witness the doom. Yeah. I was like, I've had that ring long enough to know where the invisible person is. I wonder if Gollum went for to like bite off the ring finger. And... Okay, yeah, this part here is the bullshit. Yeah, this is total nonsense. It's like giant cave troll that like the party couldn't handle in the first movie, and Aragorn's just like parrying him. The strength of a king. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's, right. that's what happens when you put on the doublet. So that troll was supposed to be Sauron. Yes. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be like his fair form, at least in the and beginning. They, introduced, it's like a, I, I guess they thought it would be too confusing for the movie audience. Like yeah. see him in two places, which I was like, ugh. Well, we are dummies, so. Yeah, well, but I do re- prefer it this way. I wouldn't have liked it if there was a non-canon oh, Sauron. Bless him, he's blackhead. so happy. He's got his ring. Bless him. Now Gollum's got it. So in the books, he actually falls off. In the movies, it looks like Frodo pushes him. Well, they have a fight. They have a tussle, don't they? Yeah, All right, but did Han shoot first? Yeah. Uh, every time. Because he gets complacent and cocky and starts laughing and jumping about. Yeah, that's no. a little anti-climax. And it's so cute because it's almost like a little three year old. So sweet. The floor is lava. I love the sound effects coming up. That's right. With the Sauron noises? Uh, Like the the ring starts to dissolve. Saved by his elven knife again. You know, but he has like a tree trunk crushing him. Oh, there they go. And whop. But the happiness on his face when he puts it on, that's it. I know. Clutches it to his heart. It's so darling. And we all die like that. In lava. This, this is lava. one of my favorite effects in the whole movie. How the, how ring, the ring hangs and it, like yeah. it's 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 not being effective. It's like oh my, you're like oh my gosh, it's just hanging on top of the lava. But it's heating up and heating up, and then yeah, and you can tell it looks like a pancake. It doesn't. They do a good job. Of, <laughs> it is of, like, like a pancake. <laughs> yeah, they do a good job of making you feel like oh yeah, this thing was not easily destroyed. I mean, it's just sitting. I love that long. Sam. Oh, is and then like, the, and uh, the wording lights up as well, which is so. Yeah. Cool. I love how Sam reads Frodo's face, and it's just like Frodo. It'd just be easier to fall. Yeah, he's almost suicidal. He's lost the ring his must ring. Must be destroyed. That's right. I think up until the point the ring goes, he's he's really considering suicide. And then the ring no longer has a hold on him. If it wasn't for his Sam's. Well, quite. Yeah, he's fucking yeah. done. Yeah, maybe grab with your good yes. hand. There it goes. So how long could you hang from something one-handed? Because I would be done. Not. Because I have no <laughs> arm muscles whatsoever. I'm just going to say I can't. Yeah. And then Sauron's okay, like, whoops. Chapter 71, Sauron defeated. For those Sauron people. felt that. And now the troll fucks off somewhere. Well, obviously when Sauron dies, all the orcs die. And give up immediately. Why? It's confusing, isn't it? Well, I don't think they die. They just run away. Well, so, oh, okay, but some of them get... The, the ground breaks in a very specific way that screws the works over. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the Earth takes evil back in. Like, yeah, I mean, they're not the exactly demons, but they're very sort of... I do wow, like we, we just built that. Out the whole way down. <laughs> Everyone's just stopped fighting. I like the shock web. Gandalf starts tearing up. <laughs> yeah, I've got a, got a gif like, of that. 
The, uh, <laughs> it's uh, fuel doesn't burn barrier. This was a uh, self-contained explosion. That's very cool. Friday's dead, dude. See, look, they just like some of them. It looks like they evaporate. <laughs> yeah, vaporized. Isn't like when they show the the battle of um, the last alliance that they all they all just sort of like disappear too in that don't they? Yeah, I think all the orcs are tr thrown to the ground at least, and then they show like the Sauron's armor yeah. sort of like. See, what I wanted to see was like the was the earth like around them like fall apart and get all the rest of the orcs, and then they're like, well, shit, we're stuck on an island now. Well, this is this is where <laughs> they start getting a bit worried about Frodo. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Wait a minute. <laughs> Lava. How's Frodo going to get out of there? Eagles, oh, good shot, Eagles. Volcano. Good job, Volcano. You did no it. Oh, Pippin. You're such a sap. There's the lava. Okay. Oh, they're super dead. <laughs> we just watched a thing on, like, super volcanoes. My son and I. Oh, like Yellowstone? That'll destroy they're, us all? Yeah, they were, well, they, were, they were talking about Krakatoa and... Coming soon in fall 2020, volcanoes. I was going to say, like, wait. we just have a massive volcanic <laughs> explosion. I mean, this this year couldn't get any much worse. I was surprised. Well, I was surprised at how how much footage they had from the last time, like the damage from like Krakatoa and stuff. It was so long ago. But, I'm pretty sure I'm close enough to Yellowstone that I would die instantly, but you guys would be choked by the ash. So uh, I think I'm taking the win. I don't. Th I think you'd be okay. There is w there is one that's like due to erupt again. That hasn't erupted in a while, they were saying. It's probably in California. California. I was going to say, Vesuvius, a California earthquake must be due for one. California's going to fall into the ocean any day now. I mean, we all know that. I mean, they have everything. They have fires, they have power outages, they have plague, they have... Chapter 72, folks, the end of all things. I can see oh. the Shire. You can see so it cute. again. They really think they're going to die. It's so cute. Frodo, let's just ride down the river, of, the river of lava back to the Shire. Do we have enough Lembus for the journey home? <laughs> the lights in the party tree. I do. You know what? Mm. I do love that scene where, where you know, when he, in, it's in Two Towers, I think, when he's talking about rationing it to make sure they have enough for the journey home, and you're just like, Sam, you're you're so, you're such an optimist. Got to make sure we get back. Uh, no, it looks like they found some chapstick. Yeah. <laughs> Not as peeled as before. Yeah. So they can start making out. Mm. This is so heartbreaking. I'm glad to be here with yeah. you at the end of all things. It is a nice scene, yeah. Been through so much together and that's it. But they did it. You, they did it. you totally believe it. You totally. If, I think if you'd have not. And I do. Look at this. It goes to black. <laughs> You're like. I think they're going to die. Yeah, even if they died here, I mean, it, it would still be a beautiful scene and just like a oh, pretty. Yeah. I mean, part be. of me thinks they should have died here. Mm. I don't know. I don't know about should have, but like if they had, I, I mean, I feel like it still would have been satisfying. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I agree. Ending. But I do like the way it goes. 
I'm happy, especially like, Sam. I feel like Sam deserves, he deserves Rosie, you know? And we deserve, that. like, you want to know the Hobbits, there's happiness for them, right? There's... Yeah. That's one of the th- reasons why I like that they play it out because even though they are saved, Frodo is still ravaged by this experience. Like it, it just because things because they lived doesn't mean he's okay. Yeah, he's yeah, he's really really the Shire, right, Zach? Is that, is that, is well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So I mean, like the point is just like the scouring of the Shire is not necessary to show what happened to Frodo and and to show the ravages of war and everything he went through. Like the the scouring of the Shire is not important to the end. Is the only point. Uh, Yeah, I guess the scarring of the shower is more for Sam and Mary and Pippin to sort of show off their yeah. newfound strength. And... Exactly. It's just to show they've grown and they can deal with the situation, which I don't think is that important. He figure he got Frodo naked and dressed into that nice little pajama. Gandalf! Time for a ridiculous scene that I can never take seriously. <laughs> especially, Aww. especially as many times as it's been like on Saturday yeah, it's been Live meme. or anything. Yeah. yeah, hobbits jumping on the bed. Just the way they're laughing, because <laughs> it's like this, this like over the top cheerful laughing after what just happened, and then it's in slow mo. <laughs> like the slow mo really takes it over the top. Yeah. Get this big belly laugh, and we're like, wait, is everyone dead? Is everyone okay? What, what? Even Gimli's here! Like, if you, <laughs> Fellowship if this was, reunited. It's so. your Uncle Gimli. If you, like, <laughs> if you panned out, and it was Frodo's funeral, and this is, like, Middle-Earth heaven, and that's what this really was, I would have bought it. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, this is, you know... Hey, it's me and Legolas, the guy you never talked to. <laughs> and, uh, and, and this guy... Is Boromir here? Where's Boromir? You just call him Vega? Aww, and they're all cleaned up and wearing proper clothes and stuff. Oh, and then Sam. So tentative. Sam with that 80s chest hair just bursting out of his shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, Matt. Chest hair, doesn't matter what decade it is, it exists. You know what's super sad is I have three gray chest hairs. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, the ravages of time. You've just spent a lot of time on the beach and they're blonde, right? Oh, wow. Sure, let's call them blonde. I got a few blonde beard hairs. So now we go to chapter 74, The Return of the King. I love it. Oh, God, don't, don't do it to me like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You this is no so one. awesome. The vertigo is real, though. The people standing near the wall. Oh my god, I'd be, I'd be cowering and shaking like a leaf if I was by the. Shout out to the florist. The crown. Negative no, shout out to Gandalf's nails. It's kind of an understated right. crown in a way. I mean, like the design is very beautiful, but it's not like a bunch of jewels or like it's not super tall. Doesn't uh, Frodo hand Gandalf the crown in the books? Yeah, Aragorn asks that that Frodo brings it to Gandalf, and Gandalf crowns him. After they find the white trees, little sapling up in the mountains. 
I feel Queen Elizabeth II could definitely take Aragorn in terms of crown. Probably. What's it going to be like? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, this is like morbid or whatever. What's it going to be like when like the new king is uh, is crowned? Oh, look at the tree is flowering. Treasonous to imply the death of the queen, so we will not continue well, that. Well, here's a better That's question. Why I didn't mention that. I didn't mention that. So, Adam, what is Aragorn's tax policy? You know. <laughs> oh, who are you, George? Jesus Christ! He's going to build back Shut better. up, George. Well, <laughs> uh, I feel like a flat rate twelve percent works really well, Zach. Oh. Who's higher than them throwing these petals? They're eagles. up on that that sapling mountain you talked about. It's always eagles. Armor's <laughs> armor here is really cool it's and beautiful. Oh my god! It turns into a fucking karaoke session. The lyrics are lovely, though, in Cinderin. In this place will I abide. Well, you can read Elvis. And my heirs. You look at, like, Aragorn walking by. He's like, I I bless this union. Unto the ending of the world. Amos looking fine, by the way. Now, this is is some (laughs) shit that happens right here. How are you going to surprise a man? (laughs) Like, it's your king day, but it's also your wedding day, bro. Surprise. What if you he didn't was like, oh, you know, I've changed my mind. I didn't want this. And notice they get to kiss, even though Faramir and Ao and don't, which is not fair. They haven't earned it yet. But if she just, like, kept putting the, uh, the banner back and forth in front of us, <laughs> you can move. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. This is I like the one soldier guy in the background just grinning. It's like that video with Darth Vader where he keeps closing his, his secret cube th- or his sphere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I chose to talk to him. I mean, her headdress is almost more elaborate than his crown. Yeah. Not the color it's probably of like 4,000 years old. Sort of really. He's also suddenly grown a beard. I mean, no. you assume it's been a couple weeks or a month. Or no, months. a king can grow a beard in a day, okay? Yeah. And then, you know, Sauron showed her dead, so, you know. He's like, witness the power of the kings of old. <laughs> just like, I love how he suddenly he's got a beard. cracking up. <laughs> he's like, awkward. I am her dad. <laughs> Did a good job, Elrond. She kept her virginity for like 3,000 years. Yeah, I doubt that. And now, yeah, literally, the best that. scene ever when they all knew uh, it was it. So it is the greatest. Cry. This is, yeah, this is it. It's just so moving. My friends, you bow to no one. So gorgeous. This is one of those things that's so brilliant. I don't know how they came up with it. Right? It's so good. I wish this was in the books. <laughs> yeah, this is really, really good. And the contrast between this and when they go back to the Shire and no one gives a shit. That's kind of... Yeah, this is like, every time I see this, I'm like, yes. You know, you get the tear. Yeah, this makes I love the looks on their faces, too. They just, like, can't believe this is happening. Yeah. We're just hobbits from the Shire. Yeah, this is yeah. quite a short scene for all the coronation stuff and the actual return of the king, but I think it does a good job. And yeah. I, think, I think this does sort of... This does if I could only keep two scenes from this whole film, I would just keep basically four Thea in this. 
I'm good. <laughs> That's the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the movie. Uh, oh, Homeward Bound, folks. Chapter seventy-five. But I think it does it does do a really good job of of um, you know showing like the soldier's journey, like someone who who does great deeds or you know something that you know you know, you save someone's life and they just view it as normal, and then you know the people that they helped obviously. They were immensely touched by it, and then yeah, they get home and they're just like, "Oh, hey, you! You're back home. Good to see you." Oh, Hobbiton. Oh, how we have missed him. Look, it's smoking. It's on fire. Hey. <laughs> it's being scoured one way. Look so. at my fancy clothes. Yes, steady now. Scouring right? his front entrance right now. I do like they've got their hair perfectly done, their fancy cloaks, and everyone's just like, "What are these people doing here?" This is our penultimate seat, folks. I do want to say they oh did my cut gosh, my favorite Gimli part, where he threatens to kill anyone who says anything bad about Gladriel. Oh yeah, Gimli <laughs> uh, get into it, right? Yeah. I will. I will kill you if you say anything bad. Back to the. Like, Should I fetch my axe? He's got that lock of hair. Doesn't he like spend time with her? You know what I mean. Like, doesn't he go and kind of like live with her for a while? That's a really big pump. He goes and explores stuff with Legolas. Him and Legolas travel yeah. forever, but I thought like for a time like they went and like lived in the wood. Yeah. This is lovely. Uh, like the four of them know that they'll never be the same. They're happy to be home, but nope. You no, can't like, even all, say what they've been through. All you need to see with what happened is here. Like you don't need the whole battle of biowater and all that. Look at the oh, pump. Don't we need it? Yeah. I agree. I don't think so. Peter, I, I had this a huge the only reason why I think you should have the Battle of the Bywater is it is the, the men of the West who are fighting Sauron and all the evil. And otherwise, the sh- I feel that the hobbits don't get their chance to prove that they can fight for what's right. Of course, Sam doesn't realize that bartenders flirt with everyone to get better tips. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, He's like, Rosie, can I get your number? Yeah, oh, sure, hon. Pippin's face is brilliant. He's showing that he can fight. Oh, ask a girl out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You see it all here. Sometimes that's the bravest thing you could possibly do. Well, ask a girl out. Yeah. Well, that was the contrast they showed in the movies. Like, he's too afraid to talk to her. Who are all these little kids? They're busy. Those are the kids <laughs> of the uh, producers. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we, don't have bride, we don't have bridesmaids and groomsmen. We just have kids in the wedding party. <laughs> Maybe the Rosie's nieces and nephews or something like that. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad. Look, if I if, if I was like Jeff Bezos rich, I would build the freaking bag end. Yeah, and you see Frodo here. Jeff Bezos rich, I wouldn't build bag end. I'd build flipping, you know, Theoden's kingly hall. No, I don't need all that. That's too much. That's, I, don't I mean, I can much. build back end in my back garden. You don't need to be Basil's for that. Well, isn't like back end like it's got like ten rooms and like there's a bunch of different cells. Like it's pretty big. Well, you know, like back end is a real thing. Rich people do they build bunkers that are like yeah. <laughs> in New I'm Zealand, all, no less. Yeah. I'm all about that bunker life. I gotta say, like people are like, what's your dream home? I'm like, oh, like a three bedroom, two bath ranch with three levels beneath it. Yeah. Like, I, I, my home is modest, you know, when the apocalypse comes, no one's going to be looking for stuff. But, you know, beneath beneath the surface. Okay. Deep in the vaults. Yeah. I, I mean, I think you see how much, how little Frodo is able to fit in anymore here, which I think is the key thing. Very alienated. 
Yeah. It's very emu. You see him clutch his wound there. Which is still hurting him. He healed. Get a you can thank Elrond for that. I was going to say. Have a really healed. In the Lord of the Rings. By Where's Glorfindel when you need him? It's a psychological wound, guys. <laughs> it's metaphorical. <laughs> I'm showing it hurt his brain and not his shoulder. I do love that. It's so <laughs> subtle. Where he, turns, he turns to Sam and says, "There's room for a little more." Like, hey, the you whole know, cinema Anna, groans. Like, that an afterward. Home. Final scene, guys. The Grey Havens. This is beautiful. I like getting to see Bilbo here. Mm. Just how beautiful the Shire is. R.I.P. Ian Holm. Oh, I love in the books how he's like, well, I passed uh, the bull roar, so that's settled. <laughs> God, Bilbo. Maybe he needs that $2,000 face cream. Let's go ahead and buy it for him. Still asking after the room. I love it. Let's place it in a volcano. I'm afraid I lost it. <laughs> so, in the book, how long is the, how long is it between when Bilbo gives up the ring? To when he set sail. How many years? I feel like it? Sam has like four or five kids by the time. So. I don't actually think it's very long. Well, yeah, it's a decent well, amount because, of time. Well, it's, it's, isn't it a couple years? Before, I mean, until the quest starts, right? Even? Yeah. No, it's a few months. I think. No, a few months. It's the quest is a year. Oh, sorry. Oh, you meant since, you meant since that. Yeah, it's yeah, 17 since, years past. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Since he leaves the show. So he, like, he ages a ton, you know, have, after having not aged yet. At all while wearing the ring. That's beautiful. I always like I know Bina, you've done like that like time accurate reading of Lord of the Rings. I always think like, alright, as soon as after the party you have to wait seventeen years before you can keep reading. Yeah, but you you start from when Frodo sets out your smart ass. I know, I just, that's the that's the true committed version of it, you know? Well, I read the party and I'll come doing, back to it. If anyone wants to do a time accurate reading starting from then, um I'm happy to kick one off. Because it's kind of a cool way to do it. It is cool, yeah. If you have self-denial issues as I do, it's 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 healthy. It's like linear reread in the extreme. Yeah. It's live action reading. It makes the Council of Elrond very tricky. Are there many yeah, big gaps you time... read it that way? There is yeah. a huge time pass in uh, yeah. River or Rivendell. Yeah. This month, this month when you do nothing. Huh. And sometimes you read and it's just two pages. Sometimes you read it's a lot. It's kind of a cool way to do it, though. I'm surprised it's not more popular. Interesting. And I know um, there are people that read the book, you know, every year, so. I used to do that for years, but. I could have had a proper reread in forever. Yeah, I read it every year, so I'm like, I'm halfway through. Uh, Two towers now, right now. I almost feel that it like Vok could do another reread because so many new people have joined us since oh, then. I would, who are I real would talking love fans. that. I would love that. 
Why don't you do one, Mary? You could anchor it and just have I all could. the new voices. Yeah. That'd be fun. I, I actually want this to happen so much I would voluntarily edit. Uh-huh. Whoa. Whoa. I will see if anyone else is interested. That is an enticing option. <laughs> it's been, uh, yeah, because it's been That's so long. Yeah, I think... one, right? I mean, there's well, so many good people now who are so into talking. I'd love to hear their thoughts. And, you know, when we did the reread, it was only eight, eight episodes. Yeah, like, um... Which... Like, Paul wasn't on that old one, and he is a fanatic. Of yeah. This yeah, that was old one either. Before even I had joined. I mean, Maybe I think, we call it Reread Revisited or something. Silmarillion so lovely. before I joined, I think. Yeah. yeah. The Silmarillion was the first cast I was on. And now Frodo's saying goodbye. I get it. I get the point of him having to leave, but it's just Every time I'm, it annoys me. Like, because because I just find it so sad and so unsatisfying. Like, I you wish she could have had a happy ending. Yeah, <laughs> and it is for him. It is kind of the happy ending. I think. Yeah, but not for it's melon. Not, it's like bittersweet. And I think yeah, much, you know, in, in a way, the way he looks at it too is like you know he leaves um, he leaves Sam back in right. And it's sort of like get, allowing his friends to move on because he's he's the one that's still the most, you know, scarred by everything. So he kind of gives them their happy endings in a way. Yeah, it's but it's beautiful. still sad for them as well. I feel yeah. it's realistic that someone from the major cast had to die. Otherwise, like if they all survive, then it's yeah. kind of like what were the stakes? Well, I guess I guess Boromir died, but this was a way to go. Yeah. Meanwhile, Boromir's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, you know, we won. He had to die to redeem himself. I bet you these teal tears were really real. Well, I wonder if this is one of the last things they shot. Yeah. What if it was the first thing they shot? <laughs> well, there's like 40 hours of behind-the-scenes uh, production footage. I'm sure yeah, who wants to rewatch uh, the extended version? <laughs> let's rewatch the behind-the-scenes. <laughs> Guys, let's do the making-of stuff. I watched all of that. I watched every bit of that stuff when, when these be down uh, DVDs bad. came out. Uh, it was a long well. time ago, so but I have no need to redo that. I used to watch that stuff a lot. Now it's like, well, I can watch another show instead. There's a lot Especially more content. Well, on streaming oh, too, so like they just don't have that that content. It's just the show, and you move on. They don't have all that behind the scenes stuff. I mean, Disney Plus has done a bit of that now. Like they had that series on The Mandalorian, which was like as long as the whole season. And Ooh, I watched I that. Are we getting Mandalorian soon? Is that happening? What season? I don't know when it's coming. We are getting Death it's... on the Nile, though. I'm very excited. I think they're back at work at it. I think. So, like, what Mandalorian did with, like, the, the um, you know, the, the set stuff where it's all just, like, the, the moving LEDs, like, that look like it's, you know, on set, but it's not. A number of other movies have done that because of coronavirus. So. Well, I think they actually filmed it before coronavirus. Yeah. So no, no, I know that, but I mean, like, they were really the first ones to do that. The way they, they combined kind of the motion capture with, like, the live screens and all that and the CG. Like, a lot of the scenes I thought, like, well, they must have been in a town, or they must have been out in the desert, and they're like, no, there's just, like, we put some sand on the floor, and everything was shot, like, on a, on a stage with LEDs around. You're like, really? But I guess it allows you to have less people on set, um, less people congregating, and 
Oh, so wouldn't mind living at the Great Haven. A moment for this. How beautiful was that shot? Yeah, it's very beautiful, and the sort of the significance of the fact that that's the last ship to leave Middle Earth as well. Yeah, like, the elves like have Galadriel gone. and Elrond, and even Coda and the ship. So who, who moves in here now? The elves are gone, huh? Orcs, not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't Legolas and Gimli leave at some point later? Doesn't Sam also? Yeah, all the ring bearers. I feel like the hobbits uh, can take over Rivendell. They, they'd enjoy that. <laughs> Yeah, I think Legolas and Gimli built their own ship as well, but the fact that... that those nasturtiums, how did they get so big? Yeah. Aww. I get what you're saying, it's your fish. I like how they even like make the little girls' le- uh, feet, hobbity feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, look at that baby. Holy crap. What, what about the baby? <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big baby. I like the very little good dress. It's very good. See, I mean, well, I, could live, I, I could live in Sam's house even. I don't, I don't need that much. I yeah. could live in Sam's house. That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine, I imagine it goes deeper. I imagine it goes into the hill. Uh, no, it doesn't. I'm just being honest. Oh, those, those are the high-quality hobbit houses that go under. Yeah, (laughs) a lot of people have done like the Hobbit shed, you know, where like they build kind of like a shed or like a bar in the backyard, and they like I could probably probably do that. Do you think like a big house in Rohan is cheaper than a small house in Hobbiton? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) What is the housing market in Rohan? Well, folks, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this. If anyone has listened to this, it's been a pleasure. Stay tuned if you love all things Tolkien. Join us on our Discord channel, Discord server, if you want to join the reread, the new reread. Bigger, better, and more badass. Um, uh, so this is official? <laughs> it is now. It is now. <laughs> it's happening. Anyway. Uh, we still, we still got to work on our World War II set of podcasts. I still have like Wait, an what? hour of recording from our brainstorm session like five years ago. Oh, so, what would that entail? How would you structure that? That was that was what we were talking about for like. Okay. But that's a lot of content right there. Yeah. Yeah. Just start with a smaller wall. Um, Pino, <laughs> we know when you want to do Probably. Indian matchmaking. Yeah, Indian matchmaking will do as soon as Adam's finished. But Adam, take your time. I mean, no rush. But let us know when you're done. Yeah, we'll probably be done in like a week or so. Cool. Whenever my wife have have uh days off together, which has been more more now than it was the last few months. Excellent. Well, stay safe and healthy, everyone on the call, everyone listening. Oh, this has been joyous and lovely. Thank you all yeah, for coming on this fun. journey. Thank you, Bina, for making it happen. Yeah, thank you, Bina. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you, Bina. Bye, everyone. Bye. See ya. Bye.